well, 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 well. Welcome back. This is your host, Jalal, with episode 13 of Young to 100. Now, I've been noted in the last episodes that I get quite a lot of static uh, in these uh, episodes, just uh, from the placement of my microphone and how close it is to the recording unit. Um, I'm doing my best to overcome that. I am recording these on the fly. Uh, so a lot of these things that I miss out on post, I will try to do better. Uh, there probably will be static, even as I'm saying this, but, uh, yeah, we're striving to overcome that. Uh, anyway, now we have made it to episode 13, and today's episode, we will be talking about an anime series called FLCL or Fully Cooly. Uh, most people call it Fully, Fully Cooly, but if you say FLCL, most people understand what you mean. Um, I just watched this amazing gem of a show, uh, thanks to Adult Swim. Uh, it is a six-part, well, the first series is a six-part OVA, uh, that was released in 2001. Uh, let me just bring up the characters so I can go over it. I did end up actually binge-watching the entire series, so... It's a little foggy in my mind what happened, but I know it did look amazing. Alright, so, as we go to the Wikipedia article, uh, da, 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 da. So the first season of FLCL is a coming-of-age story which revolves around Nata Nandaba, a 12-year-old working-class boy and working with his withered father and grandfather. Uh, they live in the city of Mabase, is interrupted with the arrival of a Vespa-riding maniac named Haruku, Haruko Haruhara. She runs over Nata and then revives him with CPR for hitting him on the head with a left-handed electric bass guitar, a blue vintage Rickenbacker 4001, and proceeds to stalk him. And as ridiculous as the... well, not ridiculous, uh, as general as that introduction is for an anime of that, of that era, uh, this show is some of the most creative zany to the point of absurdity but then still manages to make its own in-story coherence uh this is a show that it's amazing it's it's so uh unique in the fact that the characters are one relatable because the first character Nauta is relatable in the fact that if when you're young uh you know it deals with the themes of uh adolescence growing up uh sexual maturity uh love and of course anime fights robots uh what you kind of get from the mecha genre uh, which i believe i have brought up earlier in earlier episodes of young 200 uh the cast for the main main part is uh pretty good i like the characters because they're not it's really about a lot of it is about nothing like it's just kind of what kids would do when they're not at school and not at home with their parents and kind of meandering aimless uh having conversations about what they would have uh you know uh 
sort of aimless slice of life stuff that you see that's kind of wholesome but at the same time not because there's a lot of there's a lot of uh sexually charged uh antics and themes that go on in this uh series but for the most part it's, it's not like full-blown hentai erotic it's it's more it's more subliminal especially with uh the main character nauta who's you know at the age of 12 and about to hit puberty and then you know it's it's uh animated in a way where it's not to do with him you know becoming a man going through puberty you know having things like random erections and all of that uh it's more like the bump he gets to the head is symbolic of an erection but instead when comes around to you know uh doing the business uh, a giant robot comes out and his older brother who had moved to the states to play baseball uh his former girlfriend mimami uh is kind of latched on to nauta because she hasn't really uh dealt with the emotions of uh her former her former boyfriend leaving to the states and then you know kind of having a parasitic relationship with nata even though it's not really about him uh kind of you know flirting with them and trying to make out with them and all of that uh the other main character would be well the main the other main character which really the series uh fully coolly is about is this character right here Haruko Haruhara who is this eccentric uh type of personality wild um well not well not wild isn't feral but wild is an eccentric and creative and very enthusiastic uh and upbeat and yeah uh she's actually an alien uh spoilers uh well you do find out like in the second episode or something like that um she is there to defeat the medical mechanica which are these robots that arise from this giant iron-like building but then come through this portal between the left and right bridge of the brain of Nauta and Ananda as ridiculous as that sounds uh the first robot which is now known as Kandi is actually benign and helpful and helps around the uh Nanbara household which is also a bakery uh yeah as I mean to explain the plot of uh this first season you know it's not going to make a lot of sense um but you'd have to watch it to really get the gist of what I'm trying to tell you one the animation style is absolutely sublime it's so creative uh you know there's a lot of what you uh how do i describe it how do i describe it without sounding like a complete fault um it's what it's kind of what you'd imagine inspired the graphic novel and movie scott pilgrim versus the world where it's like very um creative where there's a lot of animation cuts and transitions between different media forms 
there's a lot a lot of creative work went into this uh, you know with the changes in animation style the manga inspired animation where it's like done through the panel view but it's animated and then it breaks from that view to regular animation style to sometimes interspersed with some live action scenes and then there's this awesome scene where it's like done the exact same style as South Park which I thought was hilarious and I thought it was really it was really well made uh, minus the South Parky style jokes uh, yeah um, six episodes uh, it's all to deal with these group of characters and them living in the town of Mabase and this giant iron like like flat iron not flat iron those old school heated irons that you'd press uh you know you'd have to heat up on the stove and then press you'd fill it up with water heat it up and then press it out and all that uh i'm not going to go too much into the details because i do want you to see the uh show itself uh and i have to say i loved it i loved the first uh first uh season uh, which came out in 2001. It was actually announced in 2018 as an April Fool's joke uh, that they were releasing two new series based on Fully Cooley or the Fully Cooley universe. Um, I did end up watching them immediately afterwards. Uh, uh, what can I say about this? The first one, uh, Progressive. Uh, the, and the entire cast has changed in the second series apart from Haruko or Haruka, Haruko, Haruka, Haruko. Um, second series, I mean, it's, it's great that they made it, but it's kind of generic, like nothing really interesting happens. It's just, uh, It's just kind of generic. I mean, the characters are kind of forgettable. There's like this one character that obviously the series is about, which is, I can't remember her name now. Hidomi uh, wears these headphones all the time and it's about her becoming a woman, although it's not direct, it's not overtly about her becoming a woman. Uh, her, her boyfriend or relationships with people and then, you know, her not knowing how to change when she ends up getting the horn and all this stuff on her head. And, no monsters keep coming out uh, all of that uh, I mean it's good that they made it but at the same time mm, kind of eh. the third series uh, alternative if I'll see our alternative is uh, that one is more like the original and the fact that it's about a group of kids and them growing up and then you know what the changes are going you know you have these set group of friends and you hang out with them and then you know changes happen and you want to try and help them fulfill their dreams and then you know they part ways and you don't know if you don't want them to leave but it's you know is it selfish is it not uh yeah um the other thing about this is the music uh the music is all pretty much from this one band called the pillows uh it's it is very very well made um uh, a contemporary band uh it's very rock-ish i mean they're a rock band um 
if you'd imagine the music you'd hear in Scott Pilgrim vs. The World and you minus the, the ethnicity of the cast members of that movie and of the entire franchise, uh, it's, it's pretty much the same. You know, very, very rockish uh, themes, you know, about being young and, you know, wanting to rebel and not rebelling, having to grow up and all that good stuff. Gosh, the, the the level of animation that went into uh, this where it breaks from, you know, every episode there would be, in the first series especially, there would be these changes between, uh, like I said, the generic animation style to 3D animation to live action to manga style animation. It's, it's really, really interesting. It's hard to describe in exact words because of the uniqueness of it <sighs> man I'm, I'm just glad that i saw it uh bizarre surreal uh unusual plot experimental that'll probably be the uh best way to encapsulate it uh what's funny is that as, as i look over the wikipedia article is uh the crew that made Legend of Korra uh, insisted that oh sorry that was what influenced the animation style of the third season of Legend of Korra uh, Legend of Korra you know, so it was pretty good I mean it wasn't as, as amazing as the first Avatar the Last Airbender but it was still just as impressive and it was great to see that carry on the story. Uh, the thing is the Avatar The Last Airbender director um, said that all the members of Ra of his staff were ordered in order to buy MLCL and watch every single episode of it. Um, yeah, I can see why. It's uh, pretty absurd, bizarre, eccentric upbeat creative those are good terms to describe uh flcl especially when this was released by gynax and it's from that 90s to early 2000s era gynax i don't think they uh i think it's production ig now but um yeah so this is from the era of anime where it was all like super unique uh Terms, more terms to describe uh, this series. I'd just say you'd have to check it out for yourself because um, I'm, I'm really glad that I actually got around to watching uh, the actual series. I did actually, I mean, I learned about this series a long time ago and people referenced it, but not many people spoke about it. Uh, I think it was back in 2018 or 2019 uh, when I was going traveling. Uh, I did manage to go through the sort of act that they do for FLCL. Um, you know, you get to be the character. At that t at that point in time, I didn't actually know what the series was about. Uh, back then, but now that I get to watch it again, it's like, oh yeah. Um, actually seeing, seeing the series for what it is, uh, is great and i definitely think that this is going to be a very influential work uh for my own musical journey 
uh, just because of the the sheer level of creativity that was involved and that it's really absurd fun animation and themes and all of that good stuff uh, the next series that I'd be interested in watching is one called Psychopaths and it's got two additional series uh, that were made for Psychopaths uh, which is in the cyberpunk psychological thriller anime which uh, is right up my alley because I loved Ghost in the Shell um, I love watching Ghost in the Shell So yeah, that would conclude uh, the animation manga section. Is that is that even a section of this uh, show yet? I don't think it is, but you know. Anyway, we are going to the news, and of course, the news source would be Kotaku. All right, let's have a look at the headlines today. Uh, Okay, there's a lot about Resident Evil. The game Lost uh, Judgment is getting a sequel called Lost Judgment. Uh, upgraded Yuffie version of Final Fantasy and exclusive PS5 for at least six months. So Final Fantasy VII Remake is getting work done. Although at this point I kind of don't care. Because it's so old. I mean... Surely it was, it was hugely influential to the people that played it and people talk, talk about it all the time, but to me it's kind of become over-genericized JRPG elements just because of the sheer level of fandom over the actual game itself. Uh, I mean, I still like it, but at the same point, I don't care. At the same time, I don't care. Uh, let's see. Alien Isolation, they, I can't believe I waited seven years for this review. So Alien Isolation was a game that was teased about for years and then uh, finally made it out of development hell, got developed and pushed out and it was kind of trash. But that is what happens when games get in development hell and they miss the boat and it goes through all the circles and it loses direction and all of that and then it comes out and it's like half half as good as you'd expect it to be. Uh, da, 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 some stuff about Reno, uh, Returnal, Yasuke, a full circle moment for black anime fans. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Yasuke, at least the one you're going to hear about in the media, is was the black samurai. Uh, he was originally a slave and then brought to Japan as... Uh, you know, like one of the emperors found him and tried to like clean his skin or something, say so get the dirt off him and said, no, that's a skin. And then the emperor was like, emperor shogun was like so amused by this, like, okay, let's make him samurai and train him and he became a black samurai. And then, you know, he had his career as a samurai and then kind of faded away from that. But the reason why he's bring, being brought back is uh, this new wave of black anime fans that kind of that have latched onto this idea because you know obviously he's black and they want more anime and this about a black and uh black samurai sounds awesome and that this is actually real uh for as far as we can tell this is actually an, an actual event from uh history uh this happened and you know what? i'm glad that this is going to be turned into this will probably turn into an anime at some point oh it actually has no 
watching the first episode of Yasuke, Netflix's new fantastic anime show about the life of Black Summer. I started crying. Remember how far to be a 16 year old watching anime in the nighttime darkness in my living room? Uh, okay. Okay, so it is. it has become an anime. Uh, great. Great. I'll probably give it a watch. It'll probably be in the new anime style where it's like all 16 by 9. Uh, And this will be aired on Okay, so that's great. That's great. Uh, now we're gonna go to the most reputable news source on the planet CNN <laughs> uh, Okay, CNN by cable news network uh, not Capona Noriega as uh, Apple fans may believe. Uh, so Elon Musk was on SNL. Could make fireworks on SNL. This is a betting on it. Uh, I mean, people like SNL, mainly Americans. But to me, it's just kind of... SNL is kind of shit. And it's more to do with the platform publicizing, you know, its guest stars rather than the actual comedy on it. Uh, that being said, no one really cares about them. I mean, it's great for the upcoming actors and artists that are on the platform or the show and they do the things, but it's more, it gets more press about the special guests that are on it to do comedy acts rather than uh, the actual show itself. And this has gone on for some, actually, it's gone on for years, years and years and years, not some years, years and years. Uh, Okay, something about black knives, not black lives, black knives. I tracked my kid with Apple's AirTags to test his privacy feature. So AirTags is something that released, uh, coal. California's population dropped for the first time in state's recorded history. Uh, coal. And that's about it. Uh, no, CDC websites now emphasize coronavirus spreads in the air. Okay, so it looks... Okay, hold on. Let's just go through this article first. Let me just give it a cursor uh, read. So it looks like there may be a strain mutation of COVID-19. Uh, may have the potential of being airborne and spread through the air. Um, this is, if this is actually valid news, I don't want to alarm anyone that's um, actually, that is listening into the podcast. Um, the thing about viruses are they're, they mutate, uh, some of which may become a successful mutation in the fact that it can be transmitted airborne and infect more people and get back, mutate, and spread. Um, if this is a thing, uh, we'll probably just have to wear masks. Uh, I don't want to alarm anyone. This is not an alarmist uh, podcast at all. Uh, it's not one of those propaganda podcasts. I'm going to have to give a bit more research into 
this. Some countries remember, yeah, um, if you are affected by coronavirus, obviously isolate, contain, um, wear a mask, wash services, be as sanitary as possible. Um, yeah, take it easy. Alright, that will bring us to minute 25. Have I got any music to put in this episode? I will actually play for you um, a snippet of my upcoming uh, track, Side Streets Part 3, probably going to be to the tour and Airway Groove. Um, this one is called Side Street 3. I'm going to play the breakdown after the main, after the first section of the music. Uh, there's a breakdown in, in the middle. Uh, this is playing for you. I haven't actually quite figured out the drums yet uh, for what I'm going to do for it, but here we go. So that was the breakdown section of my track Side Streets Part Three. It's not, it's not complete yet. I'm probably going to be spending the rest of the day uh, going through it and you know figuring out how I'm going to program the drums and timing and all of that. Uh, I do want to implement more vinyl scratching sounds into this. Uh, now that I have the new sound packs and all of that. Promoting, uh, all of that interacting, post-show engagement, post-track engagement, all of that good stuff. Um, now that that's kind of become not quite second nature, but I know how to do it now, where to go. Uh, this is a good thing. So the next uh, next set of tracks will implement more hip-hoppy, vinyl scratching, uh, atmospheric noise, not atmospheric noises, uh, foley sound effects, more programmed drums, it won't just be reliant on loops, uh, although that will be the main composition behind uh, the music itself. I'm just glad that I get to make it and share it with you, to be honest. I mean, every musician has the dream of becoming a multi-million dollar star, but anyone who actually tries it knows that it takes a lot of work, a lot of work to make it into reality. Being said, we are going to go to. Well, I've got to fulfill another two to three minutes of uh, podcast time, or I could cut it short. No, 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 no. Uh, right, so as I stated earlier in this podcast, I will be going through um, Psycho Pass, which. Um, It's not based on Ghost in the Shell, it's, it's in the same vein of Ghost in the Shell where it's a cyberpunky, does more with the psychological aspects of um, its past. And that's a great thing. Also, I mentioned earlier that I was going to go through One Piece. Um, honestly, in order to track the amount of time that I'm spending on uh, this, in order to bring more things to you, um, as an audience, just you know, to expose more more things to speak about. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like the series was made with, uh, sorry, the third season and positive reactions based on the Hannibal characters. Psychopath 2 was mixed due to more relying on gore, as well as the characterization of several new villains. The first season garnered critical acclaim in both Japan and the West, criticizing characters' roles and interactions set in the dystopian environment. The animation has been praised despite issues in the latter episodes of Shrugged Fixing the DVD volumes. Okay, so basically, it's one of those series that's unique. Got critical acclaim when it was released. Second series came out and it wasn't as good, but it was still pretty good. Um, third season was a lot better, and that's you know what you expect. Uh, what happens is that they come up with an original idea, they implement it fully and go full bore on it. Um, does well they pick it up for a second series or season and that one's kind of okay because it's, it's kind of hit and miss because they don't know the the crew that made it don't quite know what made it so good um then they learn from their mistakes and then they release the third season and that did a lot better because they've kind of honed in on what makes on what makes uh the show good uh and that being said that brings us to an end uh, for this episode of this podcast, uh, I'm glad you got to stick around and hear me while I made episode 13. Uh, this has become more, a lot easier to do. Like I didn't, I didn't envision this in the first episode, but yeah. Uh, bring it to a close. My name's Jalal. This has been Young to 100, episode 13. Catch you on the next one.